Kevin, today I want to talk about productivity. I think people are, are we're chasing the dragon of trying to be the most productive, but while also trying to be the most well. Today's episode, we're going to give you guys 10 tips for how to live a more fulfilled life, how to get the most out of your relationships, how to speak truth to power, and how to live a life that's happy, free. First, we're going to do a quick meditation. Picture yourself, you're a blade of grass. There's a subtle breeze in the wind. The sun is shining. There's a few clouds in the air. And you're just existing. Gracefully moving from side to side. Just being one with nature. Today's episode is brought to you by all birds. All birds are made from, from clouds. Sheep, clouds, grass. Everyone just take a minute to breathe. You are enough. I am enough. Say, I am enough. I've always been enough. I always will be enough. I am enough. All right, I'll start the show. All right, ready? Three, two, one. Kevin, almost lost my uh, headphones there, dude. You is, this, is this gonna be three episodes in a row where I gotta say I'd like to apologize for absolutely fucking no one? <laughs> Why are we supposed to apologize for what? Oh, we didn't get the pot out on time. Yeah, we're having major difficulties. I'm sorry. Um, Kevin's not sorry, but I am sorry that you know. Again, you come to us because of consistency, because of relevance, and uh, because of uh, the great content that we can, are delivering on a weekly basis, and we are not delivering on that promise. Yeah. A brand is nothing but a promise, Kevin. Did you know that? <laughs> Who said that? Someone. I think Abe, did Abe Lincoln say that? Abe Lincoln, actually. Yeah, famously, uh, a branding de- graphic designer. Yeah, not many people know, but Abe Lincoln did invent hustle culture. <laughs> he did. What was his quote? Uh, Good things come to those who hustle. Yeah, Abe Lincoln. That was him. That's what he said, right? Yeah, via Macy's. Yeah, we, we once did a project. Um with Macy's and um and they're actually uh it's a good segue it's a good segue because they're one of the stories today yeah um there's a giant quote in their office and it says things may come to those who wait but only the things left by those who hustle Abraham Lincoln and I'm looking it up right now it's a real quote from Abraham Lincoln no it's not I swear on my life if you tweeted that you'd get the historical quotes debunked guy really Giving you, giving you that graphic with Abe Lincoln saying he did not say this. Really? I mean, there's no way. Right. Why are there so many posts about it? Why are there so many like like T-shirts on T Republic? Because you know, you know what happens when some misinformation gets leaked. It spreads like wildfire. So this is fake news. Yeah, people love people love this shit. <laughs> there is another one that from Etsy. It says, "Internet don't lie." Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> so this is a joke. People are false uh, attributing this quote about hustling to Abraham Lincoln. I, I guess. I'm, now I'm on a Medium article, Anatomy of a Quote. In our Anatomy of a Quote series, we typically select a quote from a noteworthy source of inspiration and dissect it for its meaning. Whew. Honest Abe is better known as the president, the Gettysburg Address. While there are many quotes that Lincoln is confirmed as known for saying, here's one that's speculated as his. Great things may come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. Sure, it's certainly on brand with Lincoln's trademark tenacity and ambition, but no matter where it first was heard, its meaning should be most certainly analyzed. People are saying that this is a real quote. Nah, I'm, I'm, no way. No way? Not many people know this, but Abe Lincoln was actually the first girl boss. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Gary V. He was the first like influencer no, no, entrepreneur. Was, he was the first girl boss. <laughs> he girl bossed, gatekeeped, and gaslit. Oh, 
you're so right. He, he did get in. He did kind of get in the office by gaslighting the South, being like, "Oh yeah, we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna." <laughs> you're right. He did. He did. He did all of those. Things. And then he was like, "Psych." And then he gatekeeped. Yeah, um, psych. You thought. <laughs> shout man. out to him for that. Yeah, Kevin. I love. I love when you get political on the pod. Um, that's hilarious. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm all right. You look great with the microphone in your hand like this. Yeah, you said this last time. You just, <laughs> we were up here. Yeah, I just think maybe, maybe I should try that. Hold on. Hold no, on. no, 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 no. Okay, cool. Um, people are body shaming Elon Musk. Kevin, do you want to uh, defend your boy? Uh, my boy. No, I'm not going to defend on. I want. I'm going to pile on. Oh, though I will not comment on the the weird shape mm. of his body. Incredibly weird. His skin is so fucking pale. That's the problem. And that's what you get when you. You're a fucking nerd, and you sit in front of a computer all day, <laughs> and you don't go outside ever. Yeah. So, I mean, no no shade to anyone. Uh, well, actually, all the shade, because yeah. you're not getting any sun. But uh, no shade to anyone who is is that white. But, mm. you know, when you happen to have billions of dollars, and you're an asshole, you, you get flamed yeah. in public for looking yeah. mm-hmm. like an idiot. Like, this is worse than the Zuck photo. This is a tough photo. Yeah. Um, and I... Listen, as a as a thicker individual who spent some time on the beach this week, and listen, I'm not going to go out there and say my body is looking all that much better, but uh, I live by the uh, philosophy and the quotes by Abe Lincoln: uh, "If you can't tone it, tan it." Yeah, which, true. Um, is something that I would recommend to all the thick-bodied individuals out there because uh, you got to do one or the other. Yeah, I mean, his body wasn't even that, like his. The image that everyone's like getting on is like. A weird angle. And like, yeah. you know, God forbid somebody follows me around with a fucking camera and oh. takes picture, pictures oh. of me when I'm on, oh. a, on a yacht. Like, that oh. would be awful. And, yeah. You know, slight sympathies for that. But, yeah. like, come on. You know, like, Oof. you know you're going to, if you're Elon Musk in the public, oh, you got to be ready to, you, you should have been, you should have at least had a little, like, base layer going. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've really never seen anyone that white pale his skin looks like translucent yeah my again i'm not trying to body shame we don't do that on the show yeah we don't body shame no. kevin and i listen we you know it's a thick 30 you know yeah. what's Lizzo quote i don't know I don't, but is that a quote she has a Abe, uh, i thought abe lincoln said <laughs> yeah, he said it what time is it? it's thick 30 yeah um the thing that i'm concerned with or the thing that i'm struggling with is like when you're when when you've had a couple too many uh, uh, f- f- burgers and pizzas, mm-hmm. my body, I get sort of a bigger belly. His physique seems to have gotten bigger on the top. Yeah, the chest. It's like the how did how did he get a a big chest? I don't know. It's like sort of get and then it like goes in. I mean, he must be working out. Like slightly, or we must be doing something because yeah. Remember that? Remember fat. that picture? Remember that picture of him before he, like, it's his like Jeff Bezos in the garage picture where he's like, you know, he's like balding. He looks like a fucking nerd. Mm. He has that corny ass smile that's all fucked up. Yeah. And then now look at him. He's a giga Chad. Yeah, like he doesn't look. That's the thing. It's like he doesn't look fat. He just looks like oddly shaped. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I think it's, the it's, angles are also kind of fucking us up here. I'm looking at a lot of different angles right now, and none of them are particularly good. I mean, his honest. his chest is like fucking huge. But that's what I mean. It's like he doesn't he doesn't look fat. He looks. I mean, he kind of looks buff. He kind of looks buff, but like thick and like he's like he's wide. Yeah, he has a wide chest. It's very yeah, bizarre. The proportions of his chest don't entirely make sense. But do you think that's surgery? Do you think he's I, like? Do you think there's I've some no sort idea. of weird thing going on there? I'm not tapped in on the plastic surgery. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, culture. I don't know if like men are augmenting their chests. He looks like he has like f- it looks like fake abs in like like that's the thing it's like he's like I mean, kind he of could fit in some areas be. but then he's like thick in another he he could be you know yeah. getting to the gym he probably is you know weird good uh you know trainer and shit but cool. maybe i don't know i'm not yeah. i don't know about the like, internet is, i feel bad for people you know that people are body shaming him but yeah you know. yeah well he's elon musk he's gonna get it weird look weird looking body I'm, the internet I'm comes for everyone speaking of we need to talk about this is Mara. oh yeah r.i.p r.i.p that's it's our, our time. Really sad. Really sad. Like, I've been a Dizamara supporter since, like, the Complex show. Like, yeah. I think they are two of the funniest guys 
and I've watched the Vice show pretty religiously. I watched a Showtime show. Uh, I gave up on the podcast. Yeah, because it was it's a lot of content. It was just too much content. But did you read the book? <sighs> I didn't read the book. The book's but good. I, I I probably should have, and now it just makes me sad. But um, yeah, I was on vacation, and I got um, I saw I saw the beef unraveling. I saw yeah. the first tweet that was like there was trouble in paradise, and it seemed like the podcast was officially over. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, it had some, you know, some, 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 uh, it, something was amiss, you yeah. know, something was up and it felt like there was trouble in paradise. And mm-hmm. I was like, in my head, I was like, I hope this is just them disagreeing over whether to do the podcast anymore, yeah. which fine, but no, it seems like something deeper. It definitely came, came crumbling down quick. The show canceled, individual endeavor well, i think they still have this this season to finish no they're done they're done done they're just done no done what uh, i read is they had a couple more episodes on the no they, wow. they were on break for the they were they just finished their last season and they were going to come back for another season huh. and they showtime announced that they're going to go in their uh individual because yeah, i feel like on monday when you sent me that article it was like um they were saying that the show was going to f- either finish the season or they'd been renewed already and then Wednesday rolled around and it was gone. They Showtime announced that, yeah, you know, RIP. Yeah, really sad. I mean, to be honest, I in the back of my mind, I was like, this partnership's not going to last forever because yeah. I just think that like, co- like partnership celebrity duos. Yeah, like I just I don't know. I could always sense that behind the scenes, I could see a world where these two guys would be. Like money would come between them, or something would they would. Oh, get we don't to, know what came between them. I would imagine it's money, but I would. But I, I don't know, you know, I don't know. But I could always see that there was, it was always in the back of my mind that this, like what would happen if they were to uh, go separate ways? Like who would be, who who could do it without the other one? Yeah, I mean, I think they could both do it. I agree, you know? I agree. I think my, I think Desus is, they're both super talented. Like they're both, and they both do different things, but I could see Desus kind of having his own show without Mero. And I don't know if Mero could do a show without Desus, but like, I think I, I'm, I'm interested to see where they go from here. I hope it's not. I hope they still continue to like rise. Yeah, because I think together they're a force, and I hope that individually they continue to do great things. What was it? We're a what's that song? We're a force when we're together. But yeah, <laughs> what's that song? No, uh, I know, I know, I know the lyric. But <laughs> damn, rough. Uh, what rough couple of weeks for. Uh, podcasts and media breakups. It's uh, Fabulous and Neo Make Me Better. Yeah. That's the song you're referencing, Kevin. Um, we'll put it at the end. Yeah, put it at the end. Who 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 broke up? Who else broke up? Uh, we got Come Town breaking up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we yeah, got yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Call Her Daddy breaking up. <laughs> that happened like two years ago. Um, we got... Jesus <laughs> and Mero. I feel like there's another uh, big breakup. In the but, podcast game? Yeah. All right. Well, Kevin, you and I, you know, we have no money to uh, <laughs> bicker over. So, yeah, absolutely. Uh, just the money that comes from the dialine.com. You know, um, um, this is a good time to tell you that the show is brought to you by the dialine. The dialine, <laughs> the dialine is the number one resource for packaging, for packaging news, sustainability news, for partnerships, brand collaborations, conferences, award shows. Uh, they do, the number it one they do it all over there. Yeah, they do it all. And uh, if you're not reading the dialine, what are you, what are you even doing? Um, Kevin, did you start watching Nathan Fielder's new oh, HBO yeah. show? Did you? I saw that it was out and I got very excited and I was on vacation and I prioritized a couple of other shows before it. Yeah. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a trailer. Yeah. They recreated one for one, the alligator lounge, uh, famous Williamsburg bar. That okay. Gives you a free pizza with every drink. I believe I've been there. It's a good pool table, good competition. Uh, they did a trivia night there. Okay. Uh, yeah, I thought the show was really good. I liked, I enjoyed it. So can you talk me through the concept really quickly? Cause we have a full show to do, but like what he's helping people do per- rehearse for mundane things. Is that's like this? rehearsal for like social interactions. Got it. But not like major ones or are they major ones? I mean, the one that happened was like, he, um, the guy wanted to tell his trivia group that he had lied about his education so mundane things. Yeah. So far, I don't know. I've only yeah. seen one episode. Got it. That's the vibe I got from the trailer, which is a little tough to understand. Nathan Fielder can do no wrong in my book. Well, yeah, he, like whatever he does, his, I'm there. That's a shtick though. Like the, yeah. the, the mundane. Like, but HBO is a big plot. I mean, I mean, he was on Comedy Central before. 
I think he's a internet beloved character. Yeah, I mean, he's been. I think he's been producing stuff. Like he produced How to with John Wilson. Yes, I'm pretty sure John Wilson's involved somehow in this show. I'm excited about it. Yeah, is it does it live up to hype? Episode one. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't know how much hype there was, but yeah, yeah, I, I enjoy. I thoroughly enjoyed it. There wasn't much hype because I feel like the trailer came out and then the premiere was like the next day. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it was. They didn't really string it along or anything. Yeah, they filmed it right by our office, or filmed some of it. He's got like a warehouse in sixty five West. Oh no way! Yeah, super cool. Um, I prioritize the bear. Yeah, which, bear's uh, good. Everyone's talking about. Yeah, this is. Uh, I think people t- people talking maybe a little bit too much about it. I think that's fair. I think it's like, I'll I'll say my my hot take about Ted Lasso was that it was fine. Yeah. Uh, like two years ago or whenever when Ted Lasso came out and mm. everyone was like, Ted Lasso was the fucking greatest show ever be made on television. And I was like, guys, it's it's fine. It's good. I will say the bear is very good. Yeah, the bear's amazing. The bear is very good, but I agree with you that maybe we should just chill out a bit. People love a mentally ill white boy. Yeah. Uh, anti-protagonist, what's the name? Uh, I anti-hero. I mean, I don't think he's like total anti-hero. No, he's not Tony Soprano. Yeah, I mean, he's got like redeeming qualities and he's good. He's just like, you know, mentally ill. Yeah, I mean, don't give it away. Allegedly. Don't give it away. Don't give it away. I don't, um, I'm not giving it away. It's like I'm, the first, it's like in the first episode you get that. That's fair. Um, So far, it's very good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's what we're watching. Watching the rehearsal, watching the, the bear. The, the bear. bear. Um, weird name for the show. I'll say that. Um, watching Love Island. Kevin's watching The Bachelor. Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Bachelorettes. Um, Bachelorettes. I watched the uh, ESPYs a little bit last night. Yeah, um, I, did, I didn't. I saw some clips. Steph's, Steph's funny. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Steph's writers are really funny. I, you know what? The, He's yeah. good at delivering. Yeah, he got some good comedians. Uh, I, I saw um, Jimmy V. Um, uh, the Jimmy uh, Valvano. What's his... What's, Oh, the Courage Award. Yeah, yeah the Dick Vitale. Uh, Dick Vitale was the winner. Oh, uh, great. Or the, the recipient. That makes sense. And Dick Vitale gave a speech. I mean, those that's like the best. Like, if you're going to watch one thing from the ESPYs, it's, you got to just... I mean, I, you got to watch the Jimmy V speech. That's like, what, yeah. Anyone who wins that award has just comes with the fire. Yeah, so. I thought his speech was okay. He spent most of it like raising awareness for the jimmy v fund which is what mm-hmm. the award is named after and yeah you know sort of and that was a friend of uh, dick vital so they they did a nice little um package before yeah. he received the award and yeah I, I i don't always watch the espies but i happen to turn it on and just catch that one mm-hmm. segment i was like oh this is the moment of the show yeah and so i i watched him and he gave like a 15 minute speech and uh they tried to get him off after like five and he was just like <laughs> fuck you i just beat cancer i lost my voice and he said that he had a uh, vocal cord surgery. Oh shit! From the same like surgeon that did Adele and like um, uh, <laughs> uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Like yeah, he was like the... he's like the go-to like uh, vocal surgeon yeah. in America that worked on Dick Vitale's voice. Good for a- him, as he should. The, one yeah. of the most iconic voices in all. I of mean, his... if you got the money, you might as well go to the best person. Yeah, and also, also like, that's his money maker. That, that's what I mean. His voice, and it was it was a sad thing about how he got cancer and how he wound up losing his voice it was like you know sort of losing his his gift yeah and so that's really sad but um gave a great speech and um yeah it was that's always fun yeah. uh what else is going on kevin oh do you see flaming hot mountain dew was a flop oh yeah yeah no one's really surprised are we shocked right? yeah i think that's the thing about these like partnership collaboration things right that we've been talking about on the show it's like people only make five of them and then the internet goes crazy over them and then we're like, make them for the masses. And then it's like, if you make, if you make them, uh, make a million cans of Mountain Dew, flaming hot Mountain Dew, it's like, are there that many people that just want to do it for a joke? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, would, I don't know. I don't know. How many podcasts are out there? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> how many podcasts are going to talk about them and, and <laughs> talk about trying them and not really buy them? Yeah, I mean, maybe it's good that we're getting like these small runs that we can't obtain like i mean certainly i would have liked to try the the oreo ritz um, yeah and i would have liked to try some other stuff but yeah you know i don't think those i don't think those would have flopped as hard but i think the oreo ritz would have done okay i think maybe they they will still come out um we made the homemade ones i saw actually on instagram they were promoting the homemade ones they were like people other people were making homemade ones and they're like 
send us your homemade ones. They they saw that that was kind of a trend. Oh, which smart. Uh, last thing, Kevin, before we get into the show, as if this is not the show, I think I decided to kill the segments and not segments. This is just a conversation between Kevin and I. Wow, big breaking That's news big. in the podcast. Um, did you see that Kylie Jenner was getting flamed for taking a private jet from Camarillo Airport to Van Nuys, which was oh, a yeah. um, 40 mile drive? Yeah, three minute flight. <laughs> that's pretty, that's, that's pretty fucked. Yeah, I mean, the private jets are like extreme polluters, especially yeah. compared to like cars. I think having a private jet would be fucking sick, but like. 40 minutes yeah that's just get an uber yeah take your take your limo service yeah or drive your fucking one of your fucking sick cars yeah i mean la traffic you know yada 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 it's the quickest yeah. way yeah but i guess you don't want to take the helicopter <laughs> that's how they got kobe yeah geez <laughs> i don't know i mean i yeah like I, I would obviously if i had a private jet that you wouldn't would, take that it would be you. a that, yeah that a would be a three minute move, a three but, minute yeah i mean i don't did you need to go there like, i don't know i saw the first the tweet that i saw first or it was like an instagram post or something it was like kylie and travis standing in front of two private jets oh yeah I saw, oh my god and they posted like should we take yours or mine Ugh. that was the caption which Ugh. pretty tone deaf yeah so I think that's what led to someone to actually look up her flight tri- travels. Well, yeah, there's a whole website that's like you could tracking track celebrities' private jets. Like <laughs> people, pretty people get, yeah, people. Yeah, people. It's I mean, people, it's kind of amazing that you could do that. Yeah, people were getting all mad at Steven Spielberg. He was, you know, fl- flying his ass off. Call him out. Um, you know, people are people are upset. They're they're bi- they're big time polluters, mm. especially compared to like call them out a regular ass flight. Call them out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's probably yeah. It's probably pretty selfish of you to take a three minute private plane. Yeah, to this, go forty minutes. This uh, TikTok lawyer I follow. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ. He's also on Twitter. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Sure. Um, but he said that. You know what's probably going to happen from this is that tracking celebrity private jets is going to be illegal. It's going to become illegal. Not should be. <sighs> he said it's going to, you know, because you tra- of, because of this, yeah, it's going to probably become illegal because oh, it's it sounds you know. kind of dangerous, right? If you're a celebrity, like you probably should have some privacy as no. to like when and where you're flying. No, but. I think this is probably a good thing to know that if you're going to go, if you're going to take a private plane for a 40 minute drive that you should be held accountable for that. Yeah. Um, one other thing that I saw on Instagram. Fuck. Forgot it. Brain's broken. What did you see? It wasn't. It was about oh, this. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I'm watching. Uh, or I just I watched a Victoria's Secret documentary that was mostly about Jeffrey Epstein. That's where. Oh, that, sick. That what, was the. What's it? What's it called? I don't know. Angels what was Victoria? <laughs> what was Victoria's secret? Um, the secret was that, that she was in bed with Epstein. That. Um, I mean that guy fucking sucks. What is it, Les, Les yeah. Leslie Wexner? Or? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. That's the guy. And it's basically the documentary is about basically about Victoria's Secret and the rise and his success and how basically um, he he became pretty very 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 close to Jeffrey Epstein and was giving him mostly all of his money. That's where Jeffrey Epstein's super incredible wealth was coming from. That's where some of it comes was, from for sure. Or most of it, I think, was coming from most Victoria's Secret. He was managing all this billionaire's money, and he like basically conned him. I mean, he had a lot of money. I don't know if I don't know if we can say most. If that's what the documentary was saying, I would like to see who funded the documentary Mm. and who funded the funders. Mm. Trace the cord back to the wall, Jesus, because that man had a man wasn't just a you know in bed with one billionaire. You know, yeah, no, that's fair, but he. He wound, you know, Jeffrey Epstein wound up getting the house, like that, that the, 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 
uh, the Manhattan pad from the Victoria's Secret guy. He wound up getting that sort of giant house in Ohio from the mm-hmm. um, guy, and he wound up getting like the island with his money or something like that. So I don't know. You have to watch Doc, but um, it made me think of Private Plans because of uh, Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Weird transition. Let's transition out of here. Speaking of Jeffrey Epstein, did you see uh, what Heinz did? They're going to go into Toys R Us, which are oh, really shit. worse. Um, yeah. But that is the next story and the thing to talk about. Uh, Toys R Us is back, Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Toys, R- Toys R Us went out of business a couple years ago. Was that? That was the story, right? Yeah. I feel like in 2018, 2019. Yeah. They, went, they filed bankruptcy. Yeah. Facts don't matter. But. Um, Toys R Us is such a big brand that like, you know, someone had to like scoop it up and try to bring it back. And yeah, they had the radio shack it. Yeah, they had the radio shack it. And, uh, the people who have decided to do that are, are, are uh, friends at Macy's. Yeah. Um, Macy's the, uh, defunct retailer. No, I'm just kidding. They're still very much a retailer. Um, they are going to put Toys R Us is inside of their flagship locations in Atlanta, Chicago, Hawaii, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New York, San Francisco. So basically, Macy's has these fucking giant-ass fucking department stores. And so they're going to clear out 1,000 square feet, which is not that much. Oh, they're going to go up to 10,000 square feet. So depending on how giant these Macy's are, they're going to clear out a little bit of, of, of room for a retailer inside of a retailer. Yeah, I mean, have you ever been to a Macy's in like Ohio or something? They've yeah. Got, they're like whole floors of them all. They've yeah. they got unlimited space. Yeah, or like four floors. Yeah. They have like giant spaces. Oh, yeah, the one by my house. Yeah. Like, I think it's got three floors. Three floors. Yeah. And so I guess... Yeah, apparently Macy's is trying to find people to go to Macy's and they think that if Toys R Us, you know, sort of is going to bring uh, people to their, you know, sort of uh, to their operation, maybe they're right. Um, there's They're set to begin opening later this month and all locations will be in place by uh, October 15th ahead of the holiday season. So believe it or not, Kevin, um, that we're in the dog days of summer, but uh, holiday season yeah, coming, coming around up. this summer, football season coming. Oh, yeah, a lot of things are coming. Yeah, it's starting to feel good. Um did you read this story? Uh, which one? This one comes from NPR.org. Uh, this is where to- Toys R Us. Oh, yeah. Did you see the thing about Jeffrey the giraffe? Oh, yeah. They're going to have a little photo moment with him. <laughs> I thought that was very bizarre. Um, People love him. Did, I didn't know that that was a thing. I, I don't know either. I yeah. mean, I went to Toys R Us as a kid. I, I I don't know. I, this is like just like the nostalgia pack. Yeah, nostalgia pack for like millennials is like oh yeah. Yeah, like probably forcing you to remember Jeffrey the giraffe. <laughs> I don't know. I just felt like that that was a weird thing to call out. Being like the stores are designed to stand out, include hands-on demonstration tables for customers to try out and play with toys. Sure, and those missing Jeffrey the giraffe. Worry not, because the stores will feature a photo opportunity with Jeffrey on a bench. I love how we're at the point where it's like uh, just every everything needs a fucking photo op, and we've been at this point. But like, come mm-hmm. on, like, do you really need to take your fucking photo in Macy's? Yeah, it feels like a Instagram trap, but like the worst one ever. Yeah, I mean, people love Toys R Us. I love Toys R Us. I'd, yeah, I, I would like to see it come back. Yeah, but are, is that going to make you go to like people still going to malls? I haven't been to a mall and who knows? Well, I was at a mall last summer, but for yeah, just because I had to. Yeah, sick. I needed a belt. (laughs) Where'd you go to Macy's? I went to every store and they didn't have what I was looking for. Yeah, that's a real shame. I haven't been to one in a long time. I used to go to the Roosevelt Field Mall. Mm. That's out on Long Island. It's a real classic. They got all the good shit there. Um, moving on, Minions is doing more collabs, Kevin. Um, nice little roundup you have here in the doc. You got ZipRecruiter, an old sponsor of ours. Yeah, which <laughs> um, you got Bathing Ape Minions. You got Minion Menu. Where is this? IHOP. IHOP. Yeah. And then you got um, uh, what is this? Minions Super, Super Goop. Goop Play, which they turned a yellow bottle with a blue top and they put the eyes on it like that's the thing about all these minions collabs like they're so none of them are good like well yeah it's like what are you gonna say like no to that money though like if you're fucking super goop and fucking Gru shows up to your door with like cash yeah a fucking bag and a half and he's like like, give me one of these bottles yeah let me put these eyes on them what are you not gonna say no no i'm not gonna say no but i just like come on like let's like i think the 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 super goop one is like at least it's like trying to be creative and turn the bottle into a minion. 
Like, what? Where's the other creativity? I don't know. It just feels very. I don't know. I want. Where's the minion pancakes? Where's you don't like the, the uh, bathing ape. Uh, you know the fucking balaclava. No, it's all about execution, man. And none of these things are executed well. Yeah, they're the balaclava should have been like making your head into a minion. That's what I'm saying. Just like they look like they're all just like minions slapped on things. Yeah. Uh, come on, guys. Where's the, where's the where's the minion creativity? I don't know. Lost. Hire us. Centered up. Yeah, design. I mean they're taking over. Uh, one of the better TikTok trends going around right now is um, people offering to like paint. So like an adult will offer a child that they're related to. Obviously, um, they'll offer <laughs> them to <laughs> offer to like paint their face like Spider Man or like some other superhero. <laughs> and the kids gets really excited. And then, you know, they they do their makeup or and paint their minion? face into a minion and they show them and they get, they're like really pissed and crying and shit. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> That's an age old classic, uh, you know, sort of just uh, torturing kids. Oh, yeah. 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 But for humor. <laughs> for com- for the comedy. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad to see it staying alive, you know, yeah. on TikTok. And-, and they're still, you know, minions memes or. Minions memes? They're everywhere. They're, they're trending. Can't escape them. Yeah, how the box office, uh, you know. I don't know. I, I didn't look at look the numbers. Up. Look it up. Uh, but I, I did read something this week that their marketing budget was $400 million, mm. which is more than re- we reported two weeks ago. So, Did someone fact check you? No, absolutely not. Rise of Gru box office mojo. Domestic $276 million. That's up by... International two hundred and seventy five million for a total of five hundred fifty one million. Oh, rise wow. of Guru. It opened at one hundred and seven million. So uh, you know, keep going to the theaters, guys. It's pretty good, yeah. Looks pretty good. I mean, this this podcast is brought to you by Minions. Rise yeah, of Gru. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's hot out there, right, guys? You know what's cold? The AC and your local AMC theater. Where yeah. you can see Minions: Rise of Guru, starring Steve Carell and Sandra Bullock. You know that they were in there? Wow. Good for that. Steve Carell must be getting a fucking bag for this Minions fucking for mm. the Despicable Me franchise. Steve Carell. Good for him. Yeah. That's probably why he's been so quiet. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's got money. Yeah, he's money, got money, fu- money. He's got fucking He's got that Minions money. <laughs> he's got Jeffrey Epstein money. I don't think he has Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein money. Let's stay away from Jeffrey Epstein. Um All right. Cool. Um Kevin Hot Pockets rebranded. Um, this is a story that comes from the dialing. Dialing story of the day. Uh, I thought I saw this a couple months ago. But I think they did. This is like a new refresh because I I believe we talked about this on the podcast or thought about talking about it on the podcast. I think we last did. Year. I think we did. I think there was like a logo rebrand. There was yeah. like a, maybe a logo came out and maybe this is the packaging. Yeah, I can't remember if we were hot or cold on it. Mm. Maybe we were hot on the outside, cold in the middle. <laughs> I think you remember you saying yeah. that joke, uh, which still hits. Um, I don't remember saying that joke. You definitely. I remember nah. you distinctly saying that joke. You said you're go find it. Yeah, you're <laughs> hot on the outside and a little cold on the inside for the new Hot Pockets logo. Um, I gotta say, I think I think that's what happened. I think the logo came out and people were like, "New logo," and now I think there's a full case study, the full sort of packaging, the full identity system, and uh, I think it's good. And I'm not just saying that because Fred Hart and I are going to dinner tonight. Um, <laughs> you're not just saying that because you're getting tacos with Fred Hart no. imme- immediately after this podcast? No, I'm not doing that. Um, I actually do think it's good. I remember back in the day saying that I thought it was good because the logo was in the shape of a Hot Pocket. I distinctly oh, remember yeah, saying Blast, that. Yeah. And um, I think, again, just like the whole system just feels way more modern. Like it still has a lot of stuff on it, but like considerably less stuff on it now. Um, but the pocket, it's uh, the uh, the microwavable pocket's got a bunch of stuff on it, yeah. which is all very thought out and designed and aesthetically very pleasing. Yeah, I think what I like about it is they've kind of gone in a playful direction. Like, yeah, I think in you think about who eats hot pockets, right? Kids, babies, um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, kids, ap- t- kids and teenagers, eight to fourteen. Yeah, I think that's the appropriate age to eat a hot pocket. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can eat a pocket, a uh, hot pocket until you're, do they call them pockets? You can eat a pocket until you're 17. I think, you know, give, once you graduate college, maybe. You think in college you can throw a hot pocket in? Fair. Yeah. Fine. Once you graduate college, once you get your diploma, once you exit college, you're done on hot pockets, right? Yeah. Call I mean, it, I do think, uh, 
I, I will. I am on the record. Last time we talked about hot pockets, mm. and I'll go back on the record this time saying that the bacon, egg, and cheese hot pocket is pretty stellar. A great way to start the morning. I bet if I threw a hot pocket in a fucking um, uh, air fryer, I bet that would probably do a good job on that thing. Yeah, I bet it would. Because uh, they're supposed to be microwaved, right? Because you put it in a little fucking thingy. And well, then... I think the sleeve makes it kind of crispy. Is that what happens? Yeah, I haven't I had think a hot so. pocket in a I think that's. I think they've time. got the science on that. So what I like about this rebrand is that it used to feel like it was a, a prestigious hot you know design it was very like had a serif and it was very sort of like collegiate not in like a cool like fun collegiate way like in a in in an institution way Mm -hmm. which is like let's be real here guys like we're talking about hot pockets yeah we're not you know we're not even talking about a frozen DiGiorno, which is high class you know we're (laughs) talking about a hot pocket and so it was designed as if it was a classy ordeal and i think the new brand has made it so more teenager yeah, I mean, it's I think it, into that. I think the old hot pocket just looked like Stouffer's lasagna. Yeah, I think that was the the mood board. Mm-hmm. Maybe even potentially the same. Yeah, you know, big food conglomerate. It's Nestle. Oh, it's Nestle, huh? Yeah, wow. which I don't know, but um, yeah, um, the design was done by Interact, um, Boulder, and they teamed up with uh, the good people over at Nestle, and. Uh, uh, you ready for a quote from Fred? Oh, I would love to hear. He quote. said, "Quote: We feel like America is on a first name basis with hot pockets." That's facts. Said Fred Hart, partner and creative director, Interact Brands. From a design and attitudinal perspective, it lacked confidence. That's also facts. Yeah, facts. Facts only. Um, yeah, and I think he said uh, they said the inspiration came from McDonald's, Mountain Dew, Supreme, Vans. Yeah, it feels like it's a like it's it's it is who it is. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a it's a delicious treat. For a thirteen-year-old, so why stop trying to make it seem like it's for fucking a fancy dinner party? Yeah, I I actually am really into the sleeve design they did, mm. and like the duality of like you know people don't read, so keep it simple on the front, and then you know when you once you're in there and open like you know once, yeah. you, once you're you know in the microwave in your hand, you've got this you know very nice looking sleeve. That looks pretty. It's it's swag. I'll yeah. Call it what it is. It's swag. swag. Well, Kevin said it was swag. Um, they're putting the hot back in hot pockets. That's what they said. Um, that's also facts. So shout out to them. I think it's a nice job. I think it's fun. I think it's playful. And uh, they're calling the pockets crispy. I don't know about that. It's we haven't had one. So TBD. Maybe <laughs> maybe we'd like to try this. Oh, I have another good quote from Fred. We truly believe that people don't read; they recognize," said Fred. He was, he was actually he, he was, was talking he was talking about us yeah there are a lot of recognizable assets on the table so in some ways the sandbox we were playing in was confined enough with the product attributes that keep us accountable because it still needs to look like hot pockets at the end of the day that's just those are just facts yeah yeah people don't people don't read they recognize yeah put that on <laughs> my fucking uh on my arm right here yeah do it you know um yeah i think it's cool i think again they 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 made it they made it fun they made it more modern. They didn't lose the hot pocket thing, and yeah, it looks like an actual hot pocket um, for the logo, which yeah. I think was what I what I liked about it before. It like used the space of a hot pocket. I would like to see maybe a little less gradient. If I had one nitpicky thing to say here, like I don't think they need that gradient. I feel like they could have flattened this whole thing, and maybe uh, probably something they 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 offered and pitched, and uh, something that was uh, denied. That's my yeah, guess. Who That's knows? my guess. Also, I do like um some of the other flavors, like the bacon, egg, and cheese one and the big and bold one. Like, you know, they got some big bold oh, type yeah. on there. And uh, you know me, that's the way to my heart. So I could go for a hot pocket right now. Yeah. If someone gave me a hot pocket and said, Hey, I'm gonna maybe Fred this- maybe Fred will bring some Oof, for <laughs> we're going for some tacos, but um maybe Fred will have some on them. He'll have some uh, in a bag, you know. I, if someone offered me a hot pocket, I would certainly not turn down. Like if some random person offered you a hot pocket, no, I'm just saying. If like random, didn't your mom ever tell you not to take a hot pocket out of somebody's out of somebody's car? If someone randomly put a box of hot pockets in, if I came home one day and there was a hot pocket in my freezer, and I just opened up my freezer door and there's hot pockets in there, and I was hungry on like a Sunday afternoon, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'd be pretty pretty excited about there. Maybe throw some hot sauce on that thing. Yeah, you never know. Uh, speaking of condiments, Kevin uh, Heinz has a new innovation. You ready for it? Yeah, spoon fries. Wow. This comes from Dialline.com, the number one resource for branding and packaging. You know the rest. July 13th was National Friday, Kevin. We missed it. I know. We didn't celebrate. We didn't celebrate at all. I'm, 
uh, who, what could have we have done? Who knows? Um, so to honor the day, um, Heinz, the, uh, the, the, the only ketchup that matters, um, they, they launched a really weird, dumb thing. It was a fry that was in the shape of a spoon. And so you could scoop up Heinz ketchups with a spoon versus just kind of dipping it in. Is that a problem? Is uh, that a problem? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. The spoons look adorable and scoop up a healthy amount of Heinz ketchup per fry, Heinz declared. Quote, 80 per f- wait, quote, 84% of sauce superfans are often left feeling fries traded. What's the pun there? <laughs> fries, fry, frustrated. Fries traded. <laughs> Never being able to achieve a decent dollop of sauce they desire in a single fry. That's not a problem. <laughs> what fucking research company did the fucking analytics there to get to 84% of sauce superfans? It's an in-house job. What are we fucking... Are, <laughs> they're frustrated. <laughs> Never being able to uh, get the, a perfect dollop of... Is that... That is not a problem. No. No. There's not, not. A, no one who's ever had fries and ketchup and been like, you know what? It's really hard for me to get this ketchup on these fries. Yeah. Have you ever dunked? Have you ever, you know, you there's methods. Yeah, it's like that guy on Instagram that just says like, he just like takes, he would just take the fry and dump it into the ketchup and then eat it. Mm-hmm. That would be the TikTok. That would be the reaction TikTok. Yeah, or uh, if you ever hit two fries, there you go. Oh, there's, get, there's an innovation. Yeah. Get double the amount of surface area so you can dollop enough. Yeah, you, get, you can get like, you know. Yeah. A lot of ketchup on that. I don't think this is a problem. But the the the, the audacity to have a have a percentage there. The eighty four oh, yeah. percent of Saw super fans that are frustrated. Never saw super fans meaning what they interviewed three people in their office. Yeah, what's the lowest number you can get to to get eighty four percent? I don't know. Never being able to achieve a decent dollop of sauce they desire on a single fry. Like that is that is an insane. That, I, I mean, That's we extremely need to, stupid. That is really dumb. Um. Kevin, I have a good TikTok idea for content. Sure, I don't. Maybe I shouldn't say it on the pod. Okay, but I have a good TikTok idea. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna venture into the world of TikTok, and I have an idea. Okay, watch. Wait, wait. I don't know if I should do it on the front and center channel or should I do it on my personal page. But I'm ready. I got an idea. Do it. Speaking of Heinz, Kevin, moving on. Um, they lost the naming rights to Heinz. Uh, Heinz Field. Yeah, I was uh, in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I've I have a little information on this. Hey, um, I think. So 20 years ago, they signed a 20-year contract with Heinz for, get this, $57 uh, million. Because they have 57 varieties mm-hmm. at some point in the past. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, so, you know, the the money doesn't really add up these days. Um, mm. And Heinz is looking for a new deal. Or, sorry, the Steelers is looking for a new deal. And they ended up raking in, what's the number there, like, they got 10 mil for 15 years. Yeah, 10 mil a year for 15 years. So 150 Oh, 10 mil. mil a year. Yeah, yeah. Got it. That's a much better deal for them. Yeah. Um, the brand is Acreshire. Acreshire? Acreshire. Or something like that. What is that? I don't know. It's unclear. They do some unclear business. Probably like logistics or something, maybe. Insurance. Insurance. Okay. So probably a scam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> insurance is a scam. I, I Put me on the record here. I think insurance is one of the biggest scams in the world. Oh, for sure. Like, how many commercials do you see for insurance companies? And how much money do we all pay for insurance? There's the math right there. That's where your money is going. It's oh, going to yeah. more commercials, to commercials to scam more people. Great. <laughs> um, that's sad, though. Heinz Field is like... I know. That's an institution. Yeah. It's like the Staples Center. That's gone. Yep. I mean, what, what's next? City Field? <laughs> no. Uh, the Bengal Stadium's next. What is that one called? Paul Brown Stadium. It's, oh. one of the, it's one of the last ones to not... It's just a person. Yeah, it's a, a very important figure in football. Mm. Great. But we're talking about brands that named after stadiums. Well, yeah, but it's it's coming. They're, a brand is buying the naming rights. Oh, so it's coming. Yeah. So you're getting a, a getting a, a, a daddy. Yeah. A, a brand-sponsored stadium. What other brand-sponsored stadiums? Um, you got on the top of the dome. PNC, Great American... Great, uh, the Red Stadium is Great American Ballpark, which mm. is kind of a sick name. Yeah, I don't really have any good ones. Here. Wrigley, 
Is it? Yeah, it's Wrigley gum. I guess you're right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A good one is like embedded into like you don't even think of it as a brand. Yeah, you just think of it as like that's the name of the the ballpark. Like Madison Square Garden, everyone yeah. you don't know that's a Madison. It Square. was very sad to see them taking the ketchup bottle down. It was. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you hate to see it, but you know these uh these naming rights they uh I know, and like they don't last forever. You know, I don't think I think probably in Pittsburgh they're not really going to be uh calling Acrisure whatever however the fuck you say it cuz if you've ever heard a Pittsburgh accent they're not like super um you know eloquent and agile with their words. Sure. And, you know, neither am I, so I'm not I'm not one to speak, but uh Gillette. I can I can barely fucking say it. So That's a tough thing to say. Acrisure. Yeah. Acrisure. Yeah, uh, Heinz Field is much better. Yeah, and it, yeah, I agree with you. You don't really think of Heinz ketchup; you just think of like Heinz Field. That's the name of the field, like Gillette Stadium. I re- I don't think of razors. I just think of like that's where the Patriots play. Yeah. Um, how was your time at City Field? Speaking of City Field, it was good. You were there for three nights in a row. I was there for a Yankees game. Oh, Yankees. Yeah, Mets is two weeks. Oh, sorry, you went to Yankees Stadium. You'll see City Field. Is a, a no, I've, I've been to I've been to both. Yeah, I've been to City Field a bunch. Yankee Stadium sucks. I thought I was all right. That's a trash stadium. I almost had to fight an eight, a couple eighteen-year-olds behind me, but uh, <laughs> in the bleachers. But yeah, yeah. Oh, it was hilarious. Um, they yeah, were like, tell us what happened. They, they were chirping. They were chirping me, and I'm like, dude, I don't really give a shit. Like the Reds suck. We're totally ass. Like yeah, this is yeah, embarrassing yeah, yeah. for you that we're in this game. Yeah. And they just kept going, and then like, um, there was one who was really annoying, and I was just like, fuck you. And then there's another kid who's like, just getting, you know, just. Go for it. He was Go just there. It. He's a innocent bystander, and I was I I offered to let him hit my hit my vape my mm. cannabis ba- vape. I turned and I said, "Hey, do you want to hit this?" And he said, "Oh yeah, sure, that'd be great." And I was like, "Psych, you thought like <laughs> just deflated him." Damn, you hit him with a psych you thought. Yeah, I got Jeez. him twice because like oh because I knew he was like you know fucking eighteen. Like, oh, you want me to buy you a beer? Like <laughs> got oh, got him man. again. Damn, damn. And and then he he was he was activated and kind of mad, but you know. <laughs> Kevin. Made it out of there all right. Got the dub. Um, <laughs> you know, it's a good time. Kevin at Yankee Stadium in the bleachers uh, offering beers and then uh, giving the, you know, putting the hand back and uh, psych. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fucking around with the uh, yeah buying people fucking beer. At Damn, you're such the a Yankees legend, game Kevin. and shit. Fuck man, you're such a legend. Yeah, no, it was it was good. I got I got him. Speaking but. of uh, speaking of legends, Kevin uh, Jimmy Fallon. Is uh, the next person up to do a collaboration with Mischief? The idea is a uh, shoe called the Gob Stomper, mm-hmm. and essentially it is a skate shoe that has, like, when you per- first purchase, looks like a regular sort of like off-white shoe, and then as you gradually wear it, wear it down it starts to reveal layers of color that are hidden underneath it mm-hmm. like a gob stopper. Yeah, the gob stomper, right? So they the call gob stomper instead of gob stopper. And this is the latest in the sort of campaign of sneakers that Mischief has been rolling out. Uh, Jimmy Fallon appears in the ad with like cuts or bruises on his face. And they recreate the how are you doing fellow kids? Oh, I didn't know that. They did that? Yeah. And then... Which uh, is, I feel like, not the first time I've seen Jimmy Fallon do that. And then I imagine, or I I thought I saw a clip where he was promoting it on his show. Yeah, he did promote it on the Jimmy Fallon show. Which... It's good for mischief. That makes sense. Um, I'm going to just come out and say it. I hate Jimmy Fallon. (laughs) Jimmy Fallon sucks. Yeah, I mean he's he's pretty annoying. He literally is so uncomfortable in these. Like, if you ever try to watch an interview with Jimmy Fallon, he just like he's so fake. He's like, <laughs> you know, just like fake laughing and things. And he's just like, oh, he's just a bad interviewer, and he's always like creepily flirting with the women. It's like, oh, you just you look so great, and it's just like I don't know. I, I, I got to the point with Jimmy Fallon that I legitimately just. I can't. I can't even watch. Him. Yeah, I love that photo of him when he was at the Knicks game and the cheerleaders are on the court and he's just like, just looking, just looking in the opposite direction. Oh yeah, trying not to yeah. get caught. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good picture. So I, I just don't know. What, what do you think sh- about the feel, or what do you? How do you feel about the shoes? I think the shoe conceptually is kind of fun and really kind of like 
I don't know. It's very creative. It's very, it's an impressive manufacturing feat. Like it's one of those yeah. ideas that's like, that's really crazy. And actually like idea wise, and then to actually like go and make it and produce it is pretty fucking crazy. Nike did a similar shoe like this ah. where it was it as it got distressed it revealed i think it was like denim and it revealed white or it was mm. white revealed denim or something like that okay um and so it's not the first time i've seen this but i, okay. I think the concept's pretty sick like i yeah i don't think i'm not a big skater yeah, um same. i would go out on limb and say these shoes probably are asked to skate in um probably not very functional but yeah. they look kind of sick and you know yeah you know, you know me. I love my distressed sneakers. So yeah, I guess you're right. You know, if my AF ones like fucking deteriorated like this, they would be all the middle color. It'd be white at the end, right? Yeah, I'm. You just broke my brain. Um, yeah, I think I think the shoes are cool. I think it's funny. I think it's creative, and I just the Jimmy Fallon part really is. They it's said just like it's Jimmy too- Fallon was a uh, longtime friend of Mischief. Yeah. Does that mean investor? Does that mean? Who knows? But if he is an investor, good for good for mischief. Like, no, I mean, I think again, know? it's not like the worst thing in the world. It's just like you just personally hate him. I personally hate him. I think he's uh, corny, chuggy. Yeah, and I feel like mischief as a brand that like cares a lot about their brand. Mm-hmm. Like for them to do a collaboration with like the weekend, or them to do a collaboration with uh, two chains, or to do yeah. something with like Tyga. Like they've done a lot of brand building stuff. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon feels like a a bit of a a bridge too far for me. I agree. Yeah, I just don't. I'm aligned on the uh, Jimmy Fallon dislike. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a huge. Fallon, <laughs> I'm not a Fallon head. Yeah, I just feel like they should. They 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 at this point, I don't know if they need him to do this. Like they could have done this and gotten on Jimmy Fallon without him being the sponsor of it. Yeah, but I don't know. It just to me, maybe it's just because Jimmy Fallon. It rubs me the wrong way, and just I'm not. I, I just I thought that it just it took the whole thing down for me, including Mischief. So they're canceled. They're done. I'm just kidding. Um, speaking of weird collaborations and things that like are really bad for the brand, um, Old Navy did a collaboration with Board Ape Yacht Club, which showed the uh, Board Ape Yacht Club number seven two eight five. On a heather gray shirt, sold for nineteen ninety nine, available on Old Navy's website. I love this. Damn, that fucking fell fast. Yeah, <laughs> I thought weren't people buying board apes for like a million dollars? I guess. But now you can buy one on a shirt for twenty bucks. <laughs> Went from a million dollars of art. To a twenty dollar T shirt? Do you think they made Old Navy <coughs> pay market price for that ape? Well, that's the thing that I'm confused by because I feel like is that their ape? Who owns this license? Does someone out there own this? No, like, they, they for sh- like NFT. Because if you own this NFT, then I'm suing. Yeah, hopefully. Old Navy. I'm like, yo, this is my artwork. I bought it for a million fucking dollars, and you don't have. I own the rights to it. You need to license it for me. Yeah, hopefully. They did not do that, but who knows? Does someone did someone buy like? Did, I feel like Old Navy bought it. You think Old Navy? bought I think it? they would have had to, right? If, by NFT rules. That's what I mean. That's what you I'm would saying. have to buy the ape to put it on a shirt. That's what I'm saying. And if they did that, then that's interesting. But like, if they didn't own this, and there's I don't know who. So I just found it. It's sold, or the offer is being made for $135,000. That's pretty low. And yeah, I don't understand. I feel like from a very classic, like, okay, Old Navy licensed the NFT. So maybe they licensed the NFT from the NFT holder. Hmm. Licensing a major brand and, you know, I mean, it's application of a, you know, sort of a IP. I mean that's interesting, right? Like if someone owns it and then they're like, "Hey, we want to we want to put this on a t-shirt." They go out to the 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 person out there and they're like, "Hey, we're going to license this from you." Yeah. Apparently Fashion Nova had its own board ape t-shirts. Oh yeah, I saw that. This is truly terrible. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know your brand's really going to shit when you end up on an old navy t-shirt. I mean, who could have saw this coming? I mean, 
No way. Like, at least get on a more reputable brand. That's what I mean. Like, fucking Uniqlo or... <laughs> Even Uniqlo is cheap. Do a fucking Balenciaga or Bathing Ape, Bored Ape. Like, do something. Yeah, literally a Bathing Ape. That would have been cool. Yeah. I mean, at least it's like... That would have been as cool as a Bored ba- Ape shirt could be. Yeah. A Bored Ape and a Bathing Ape shirt could I think, be. I think, Kevin, you and I, let's just say it. I'm ready to call it now. We're on the right side of history here. I think so. Yeah, because I think we sniffed it out. Well, I mean, Web3 is not, you know. I don't think we were ever against Web3. I think we were against against NFTs. We were against apes. We were certainly against apes. We were against board apes. And I think we, um, I think we're, we're, we're quickly here being uh, shown that we are correct. It's on an old Navy t-shirt for 20 bucks. If you bought an, if you bought a board ape for more than $100,000, you should go home and look at yourself in the mirror and be like, I'm a fucking fool. Jeez. Because, I, I mean, you bought into hype. You literally bought hype. And you were shown that literally, do you ever buy something and you're like, oh, this hype is cool. But then like in six months from now, the hype will be gone and that won't be as cool. I think about that a lot. I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't tell you. Yeah. Because sometimes I'll buy, I'll be like, oh man, I really want these. They're super hype. Oh, like shoes? Yeah, mostly sneakers. Where I'll be like, oh man, it'd be super sick to have this like, pair of down new balances or something something that's like has hype and it's like something at least i i like Mm -hmm. and i'm like this that hype wears off yeah and then you're just left with the shoe so hopefully at least i'm talking about things i i enjoy like there's nothing redeemable no one's like oh man i really love these board ape illustrations Uh, i think people are worst uh kevin um got a that's that's the show i mean limewire's back with soldier boy Sure. <laughs> is that the show? Or are we going to talk about? No, I mean, I'm looking at it. You got a lot of other things here, but like, yeah, I think things, we talked about a lot up. of other things, you know? Kevin, it's always been a pleasure to do this podcast and no greater pleasure than today. Um, do you want to leave on an Abe Lincoln quote? Yeah. Hit us with your favorite Abe Lincoln quote. I will not tell a lie. All right. This is, this is. Character this is, is like a tree and reputation like a shadow. The shadow is what we think of it. The tree is the real thing. Thank you, guys. We'll be back next Great. Better math, your boy a good look, but she my better half. I'm already bossing, already flossing, but why I had a cake if it ain't got the sweet frosting? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're keeping me on my A game without having to say name. They may flame, but shorty, we burn it up. The sag in my swag, pep in my step. Daddy do the Gucci, mommy and Giuseppe's. Yes, it's a G thing. Whenever we swing, I'ma need Coretta Scott if I'm gonna be king. I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together. Mommy, I'm good up by myself. Come around, I clean up nice Dynamic duo, Batman Robin Whoever don't like it, it's that man problem And when I feel like I'm tired Mommy be taking me higher I'm on fire But shorty, we burn it up I'm a movement for myself But I'm a force when we're together Mommy, I'm good up for myself But baby, you, you make me better Oh,
You can find a woman like a soldier Holding it down She treats me like a dawn Watches for the hit Checks where I go, even watches who I'm with The right when I'm wrong, so I never slip Show me how to move, that's why I never trip And baby girl, you so major, they your front page God bless the parents who made ya Middle finger anybody who hate the way we burn it up Yes, I'm a movement for myself But I'm a force when Ha 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 ha.